Hi, this is Noga with Noga Coach Consulting. Happy 4th of July. I'm so excited about this birthday of our country. Um, yeah, I think with every year, at least on my birthday and the birthdays of those who are close to me, I always celebrate the years that the that they have accumulated and then talk about the amazing accomplishments and then goals moving forward. It's actually <laughs> very similar to what it is that I would do for consulting or coaching. They're actually like pretty similar <laughs> in that way. So let's talk about that for the United States. What have we accomplished? I, I am sure, I am certain that my knowledge of history is not sufficient to be able to go over all of the amazing accomplishments that the U.S. has, has achieved. But I want to highlight just a few that stand out to me. So, in, in previous years, we accomplished a assertion, an assertion, of our tenacity to free will, to liberty, to innovation, to business. And this is something, oh, don't forget marketing. <laughs> We're big on that. This, these are things which stand out to other countries. So I've uh I've visited 45 countries. That's a lot. Um <laughs> like a lot. Uh and the US stand out to them. There's an impression that Americans make of being uh masterful in the space of free will, liberty, marketing and business. So these are the things that we aimed to accomplish and it looks like our reputation matches that in a global fashion. However, in recent years, what we've done is attempt to use some of the older tactics. And in a sense, we've regressed. So uh, the the COVID garbage, I will always call it COVID garbage. And maybe you're sitting here afraid and paranoid that you're going to catch COVID. <laughs> I've talked to a lot of people in the U.S., abroad. Most people have gotten COVID and don't even know it. So they'll get like a test and it shows, oh, you have a COVID antibody. Did you know they know how to detect that? No, you didn't. Why not? Because America is very good at a solid media foundation around paranoia. That is, that they're aiming for these animalistic instincts, fear and sex, right? Fear, sex, and food. So those are like your three carnal things. Maybe there's another that I'm not thinking of, but those are the three basic things. And that's kind of what media 
appeals to, right? So if I look at a magazine, I see a woman with enormous boobs and whatever. She's made to look very sexy. I don't have sex with women. Not at all. But (laughs) it's supposed to be appealing to me. So as if to suggest that I want to be appealing in the way that that woman is appealing. Why? So I can have more sex with men. (laughs) That's also not appealing to me. Right? I mean, these are like different parts of the brain are sort of stimulated by these things. So marketing attempts to appeal to those carnal instincts, food, sex, fear, right? COVID appeals to fear, essentially. Um, Yeah. It's it's very garbage-filled. In uh, Brazil... Their news sources report the number of people infected, just like the U.S., as well as the number of people recovered. They have, uh, last time I checked, by the way, in a short period of time, I learned how to speak, read, and understand Portuguese. It's not impossible, people. Like, just because... And it's not... Like, I'm not trying to tell you, look at me, I'm so smart. It's very much within your capabilities to extend, to learn, to expand your skills. So, yeah. Do I pronounce in a way that's garbage in Portuguese? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, I never speak with... um, a Brazilian without them saying like <laughs> you have a strong accent <laughs> like yes thank you <laughs> like what else can I say I do have a strong accent and a strong American accent when I speak Portuguese Tenho sotaque forte I have a strong accent okay that's fine uh, could I learn how to speak differently? I, it, maybe. I have some friends who are uh, like professional singers who tried to um, teach me how to pronounce differently in an expert way. And I just figured like, wow, I just don't want to invest in that. <laughs> right? Like the main thing is for me to be able to say thank you. Excuse me, uh, I'm sorry, and to convey what it is that I have to say, even if it's in a garbage accent. And, I mean, whatever. So, on the U.S. birthday, so in recent years, we've taken on this garbage assumption that we should try to control people by making them afraid. And yeah, one of the three major carnal uh, instincts that humans have is to be afraid for their lives. So yeah, appealing to that. Oh my God, you're going to get COVID. No shit, you're going to get COVID. 
I mean, you're also going to get the flu. You're also going to get gray hair. You're also going to get saggy skin. I mean, all of these things are part of life. To to make people afraid of that. And we see that with our marketing as well, right? So the woman with the enormous boobs who um, who is uh, sexually appealing or supposed to be, um, she's going to grow saggy and grow gray hair. And actually, my mom barely has gray hair, so maybe not everybody does. But uh, whatever, it's possible, it's likely. She has some gray hair. Um, Yeah, you're all going to get old, all of you. And you're all going to die. And you're all susceptible to contagion. And shitty things will happen. So we regressed. With our marketing and our business and our positivity, we we sort of entertained this um, unrealistic or untrue expectation that we can avoid the natural consequences of our lifetimes, of our life, lives, by not doing certain things or yes doing other things I won't get fat if I work out I won't get fat if I don't eat carbs so I've experimented with it I'm thin I have a low body fat percentage my body fat percentage is athletic even when I don't participate in sports and I experimented I did no exercise at all for a whole month, and there was no change. My body fat percentage went up by 2.5%. My weight went down by 2 to 3 pounds, kind of depending. <laughs> like, you don't have to get fat. It, it It's not necessarily true some people do some people have different metabolisms and that's that's cool like I have three sisters and they all have a greater propensity for gaining weight than I do okay so does my mom so does my dad maybe my brother I'm not sure I I, I'm not sure It, it the point isn't to avoid being alive and dying. The point of living is to live, right? So as we move forward, as Americans move forward, it's imperative that we retain those more realistic expectations with joy. This disdain for the aging process is unkind. It, it's just terrible to disdain ourselves for getting what's inevitable older. What's inevitable sick. What's inevitable 
well, that isn't necessarily inevitable, but I mean, older and sick, most likely, definitely you'll get older. Definitely you'll die. Possibly, very likely, you'll get sick at some point in your life. The point isn't only to avoid those things, but to take on both the good and the bad with joy, with fervor for life in all of its different capacities, good stuff, not great stuff, medium stuff, all of it. We don't, we don't get to have a rose without thorns. Maybe they've breeded one, but I mean, not a fully natural one. We don't. We have to not only put up with shit, but love shit. I have told this story many times, and maybe I've told it to you. I was reading a book by Dostoevsky called The Idiot. It is uh, an analogy or, I guess, commentary about Jesus Christ. And it, it points out that Jesus Christ, in all of his positivity, in all of his generosity was kind of an idiot. <laughs> was kind of made a fool of himself. And ultimately, even in the Bible, he died, right? In this story, the the protagonist, his name is Prince Mishkin. He's gone to some sort of affluent household. And he sees a portrait of a woman. We later learn that her name is Nastasia Filipnovna. Okay. He sees this portrait of a woman who's striking and beautiful. But he notices the thing about her that is particularly striking isn't just that she is striking but that you can see that she has seen pain, that she has known pain. And ultimately, today, you will proceed in your life and you will know pain. And it will not destroy you. It will add to your beauty just as it did Nastasia Filipnovna in the eyes of not just Prince Mishkin, Jesus Christ, but for you also. If, that, and this is a big if, if you're willing to give yourself congratulations for the fact that you endured it, Whatever it is. So we went through this COVID garbage. Or we're not done. We're still going through this COVID garbage. And when we look back on it, 
What will we have learned? Will we have learned? Can we proceed? Can we suggest that appealing to these marketing principles of carnal instincts, fear, sex, food, that they aren't our best. They're just not. We've done so much. The, the technology acceleration, innovation, the way that our lifestyles have changed, it was, it, it, it was a challenge for me to go to other nations because I assumed that they would have the same accessibility that they have in the U.S. It's, it's, it changes my expectations of the world because it's so universally available in the U.S. And we can't just be dependent upon our affluence, upon our privilege. We have to be dependent upon ourselves. So what does that mean? And a lot of the times, and I know I've been guilty of this as well, a lot of the times we look at resilience the same way we do at lifting weights, right? So I lift weights, um, and the the object of the game is to lift more and maybe for longer, right? Asymmetric lifting or isometric holds. Um, that's like generally what you're aiming for. Bigger muscles, stronger muscles. But there's actually more to it than that. And I can point out an example that I know about. But I know for sure that I don't know everything. So one example that I know of is uh, the use or the mastery of proprioceptive muscles. Proprioceptive muscles are those which are responsible for helping us to know our place. It, not like, <laughs> not, not like in a metaphysical way, but in a geometric way, where we are or where our limb is in space. Where are we? So that we can better control our movement and the manipulation of our movement. So we see that in Pilates, we see that in gymnastics and dance. And I, I can tell you now, with honesty, that I am not a master of that at all. So I speak to it rather vaguely. But just as I mastered Portuguese, and I see that there's more that I could do. Why? Because <laughs> I still have a garbage accent, right? Like, I end up Daniel Forte. I still have a strong accent. There's more that I could do to become more masterful. 
And I have a feeling that there's more that I could do that I don't even know about. <laughs> and that's, that's kind of where we're going. So this resiliency component of life isn't just about doing the same thing and doing more of it, putting ourselves through more pain and holding more. It's not just about that type of strength. It's also about these types of strength that are outside of our current patterns, out of outside of our current understandings, and expand our mind. And that's cool. I see that we'll get there. Why? Why? Because success begets success. But you cannot have success without first having failure. What we did with the COVID garbage is failure. Definitely. We succumb to weaknesses. We succumb to carnal instincts. That's garbage. And I'm not, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm saying you can do better. We can do better. And we will. I know it. Happy birthday, America. Signing off, Noga, with Noga Coach Consulting.